0: 127 left, wait, my three, left. Welcome to the
1: Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement.
0: It's time for another edition of The Retirement Pilot. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast as we talk investing, finance, retirement with financial coach Steve Hoover. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there, rocking and rolling, doing pretty well. Hope things are going better since, uh, well, they were going good our last chat because your team won the Super Bowl. So uh, hopefully you're still flying high and having a good uh, good couple of weeks. How's the weather been doing out there? Is it starting to uh, get any
1: better yet? Well, actually, on Super Bowl Sunday, it was almost 70 degrees, and uh, a couple weeks later, it's now back to reality in the (laughs) 20s with snow and sleet. So, we got a one reprieve on one day, and then from that point forward, it's been downhill since. That's the way it goes, right? But we're closer to March, which means closer to spring there you go that's the way of looking at it
0: well listen we've been getting a lot of emails into the site about different things and one that keeps coming up is is uh, the Roth conversion so let's spend a little time on this week's podcast and talk about uh, just really Roth conversions and uh, of course a couple things that you might want to know about that so we are gonna make that our main topic kind of the uh, everything you need to know about Roth conversions but we're afraid to ask (laughs) <laughs> all right, sounds like that. good. Uh, first of all, just tell us what what is a Roth conversion and why might we consider it.
1: Okay, well let's let me kind of bring it back. There are two type of Roths. Okay. We have what it's called a contributory Roth. That's where you you set up a Roth IRA you put money into it each year. You just put your six or seven thousand dollars a year into it and you contribute to it. And to do that, you have to have a certain amount of income. You can't exceed a certain amount of income, I should say. And some people can do it, some people can't. People who make over a couple hundred thousand are not able to do a contributory. That's when we look at what's called a Roth conversion. And what that basically is, is we take regular IRA money and we convert it to a Roth. And a Roth is basically money that goes into a Roth, whether contributory or conversion, taxes are already paid on that money. So when we do a conversion, we basically take money that's never been taxed, we convert it to a Roth and pay the taxes now, and then ultimately won't pay any taxes as it grows and we take the money out in retirement. Um, So it's all kind of think of it as you're you're paying tax on the seed, but you're not going to be paying it on the harvest. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Oh, and one other piece on the Roth conversion. Anybody can do a Roth conversion. It has, there is no income limitations. Bill Gates could convert any of his IRAs to a Roth. So there is no income limitation on that.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So, well, okay. You just mentioned big earners. So why might it be maybe especially helpful for high income earners? Anything's there?
1: Well, right now, we're in the lowest tax brackets that we've had in over 30 years. And we have a window of opportunity to take advantage of that. Um, Right now, our federal deficit is sitting at 23 trillion and growing every single day. And what's going to happen ultimately, our taxes are going to go up. And especially on people who are high income earners, that's where they're going to go. And that's where the tax rates are going to go up even higher. So right now, taking advantage of the low tax rates, we can get some of this money out of IRAs that you're ultimately going to be required to take money out later on in life in retirement and turn it into a tax-free income stream for you. Okay. All right.
0: Any common mistakes, Steve, that we should think about when it comes to making the raw conversions? Because I, I, they've been around a while, but I know it's been a very hot button issue for the last couple of years, obviously, because of some of the tax breaks or because of the uh, the, the rates being so low. But are there some common mistakes that we kind of could trip ourselves up if we're not careful?
1: Uh, definitely. The, the biggest mistake that I see is not knowing what the tax impacts going to be on you and come the following year, when you file your taxes, you go, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that was going to cost me that in taxes. I don't have the money to pay it. What do I do? Well, there's, you know, now you're stuck because in the years past, you could redo your conversion. In other words, you could say, oh, I don't wanna have a Roth conversion. I wanna go back to the regular IRA and I don't wanna pay that tax. Doesn't happen anymore. The biggest mistake I see now is that people convert and they can't reconvert back because now with the new tax law it says you convert it, it's done, it's irrevocable. And if you don't have a tax person go through and say, okay, if you convert this, you're going to jump three tax brackets and your taxes are now gonna be an additional 25,000 to do that. And you don't have the money to cover those taxes. Now we've got a problem. So I would say the biggest mistake is that people don't understand exactly how that's going to affect them tax wise.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a great point because uh, there are so many little facets you want to make sure you're doing that. Can you maybe illustrate us a little example of, of, of a potential client that it might be a good choice for? Because I think sometimes, Steve, we hear something like I've heard many times people say, oh, well, you're 40, 45, 50. You'd be a great candidate for a Roth conversion. And you'll hear somebody say, well, you're 65. You're not a good candidate. Is age the factor or is there some other things to consider? Is it that's just too general?
1: I think age is one thing to consider because you are going to be paying the taxes on that money. And will you have enough time to recoup uh, those taxes in the growth of that Roth conversion? Age does, does help because if you're 45, you convert, you have a significantly more time to recoup all the taxes that you pay as opposed to somebody who's 65 or 70. So yeah, age does kind of comes into a plight, but here's one of the mistakes that younger people make is they go ahead and they convert, but they don't have any other money sitting outside of a retirement account to help pay the tax. So then they end up having to go back into the IRA and use the IRA to pay the taxes on the conversion. And if they're under 59 and a half, they're not only increasing their tax liability, but they also have a 10% penalty. So if you're gonna do a Roth conversion, you need to have funds outside of a retirement account to help offset the taxes. Uh, That's one of the biggest things that you have to look at. For an older person, uh, somebody, I shouldn't say older, but somebody who's in their mid 60s or closer to seventy. If you're gonna do a Roth conversion, uh, that's because you're trying to leave that as a legacy to your children or maybe your grandchildren uh, in a tax-free environment. And so it, it would make sense at that point for somebody to do that. Um, so it really kind of depends on what your objectives are and do you have the money sitting outside of a retirement account to help pay the tax?
0: Well, uh, flip side of the coin, okay. Is there any way to cut and dry someone? This is probably not a good idea. Like it may not be for you, or is that again, too general? Do you really need to look at each situation?
1: No, I would say the, the the biggest one is, do you have money outside of a retirement account to help pay the tax? Okay, gotcha. That that would probably be the the one piece that if you don't have it, don't do it. Because you're gonna have to come up with that money someplace to pay the tax. And if you don't have it sitting outside that you can use, you, know, you don't want to invade your emergency fund just to help do this. Right. You want to make sure that you have funds outside of that retirement account to help pay for that. All right. Well, as always, folks, if you've got questions about Roth
0: conversions, make sure you reach out and, and have a conversation with your advisor or reach out to Steve and let him know you'd like to talk about if it's the right choice for you, if it's the right situation for you. As always, you can call him at 913-685-3207. That's 913-685-3207. You can always subscribe to the podcast via Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, various different outlets. You can find the retirement pilot on those applications by searching that. Or you could go to Steve's website, which is wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com can subscribe to us that way as well as check out the team a lot of good tools tips and resources to be found on the website and we certainly would appreciate it he's been doing this for more than 20 years and you can also um, reach out for that complimentary retirement edge process by going to the website or calling and speaking of the website we've got an email question this week we're going to hit and uh, we're going to knock this out before we wrap up and this one is from frank and uh, frank's there in kansas city he says steve i rolled over a 401k to an advisor a couple of years ago and he put all the money into something called american funds. Is that okay? Or should I be invested in other things as well?
1: Uh, American funds is nothing more than a fund family. And American funds is an excellent fund family. They have large, big company uh, stock funds. They have bond funds. They have international funds. So I would say the the advisor probably puts you into a multiple- uh, number of American funds in an allocation for you. So my simple answer is you're probably okay because they're a good fund family. They've done it for a long time. Uh, they're very responsible with respect to the amount of fees that are inside uh, their funds. But uh, again, American funds, is just a fund family. And I'm sure the advisor that Frank's working with did diversify them among big company stock mutual funds, international mutual funds, bond funds, et cetera. So he's probably doing just fine. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, great question, Frank. Thanks so much for it. We certainly appreciate it. Again, as always, reach out and talk with your advisor before you take any action on anything you hear on any program, not just ours here on the Retirement Pilot. Always see how it pertains to your situation. 913-685-3207. All right, Steve, my friend, I think that's going to do it for this week. We're going to keep it short and sweet. Roth conversions certainly been very, very, um, again, a hot topic for a little while. I think with the elimination of the stretch IRA, we're going to continue to see people asking questions about these conversions. Versions as well, because that was a tool that's, you know, kind of being very useful. So maybe converting out of a, a traditional account into Roths, you know, that could keep these questions rolling. So certainly appreciate your time answering a few of these for our listeners.
1: I appreciate it, Mark.
0: Thanks. Absolutely. Well, you have a great week, folks. We'll see you next time here on the Retirement Pilot. We'll catch you next time here with Steve from Wealth Partners Corporation. Bye-bye, folks.